happy Tuesday. Tuesday, you guys, I am so cold. So if I'm looking crazy like a crazy snow bunny, it's because I am freezing. Heat's on. I got my sweatshirt, my toque on, and I just cannot. I'm I'm too cold right now. However, welcome. Uh, we are covering the Family Saint Chantel season finale, season three, episode 12, Mad at the World. We're going to do a little bit of housekeeping and then we'll jump right into it. Uh, housekeeping, wherever you're watching, you can hit that thumbs up. Uh, Facebook people. Love you guys. Love you guys so much. But as we move into 2022, there are going to be some changes. Uh, the show is going to be streamed exclusively, uh, the free shows at least, on YouTube. And then the Patreon uh, exclusive shows on Patreon only. So if you're not subscribed to my YouTube channel, I encourage you to do it now. And you can find me at uh, Linda Entry Reporter on YouTube, or you can search The Melanated Way. It will show up anyways. Um, so subscribe there if you're watching from Facebook, because come 2022, uh, all the shows, free shows are going to be there. Uh, I will put links up on Facebook as often as I can, but it's better if you subscribe so that you'll get the alert, etc., etc. Uh, shout out to my Patreon subscribers. You guys know who you are. I love you guys. Without you guys, hey, Better Days, hey, Sea Cruise, Patreon, Patreon. Um, without you guys, these shows wouldn't happen. So I appreciate you guys so very much. And we have a lot to look forward to. We had a busy end of year and it's going to continue to be busy as we get into the new year. Um, what else did I want to tell you housekeeping wise? That's it. If you're watching on Hey Stevie, if you're watching on YouTube, super chat, super stickers are available. Support the show. If you love the show, support the show. Um, and there are easy things to do, like just hit that thumbs up button and uh, super chat super stickers hey crystal hey hey girl hey all right let's jump thank you whoever hit that heart button i appreciate you i see it um and uh let's get into the show so season finale it went by really quickly 12 episodes went by really quickly i want to say off the jump that this has been my favorite season thus far i think it is probably one of the best 90 day spinoffs that we have. Um, so there we're in the DR Chantel and Pedro fighting. She slept in the room with her mom and her sister, uh, because things aren't good with her and Pedro right now, because she went off and she told Pedro some things that Pedro really didn't want to hear, right? He didn't want to hear the truth about his mom. Um, and she felt bad about it because she did not heed mother Karen and mother Karen was like, Hey, listen, you need to just listen. Don't say anything because it's not your business. You just need to be here to support your husband and listen. But Chantel couldn't listen. She was like, well, your mama let your daddy come into the house and he let you, she let you go to the room so that she could have her booty call and you didn't have any opportunity to know your dad. And if it was me, I would have made sure that my man saw my kid, you know, that whole thing. And, and Pedro was not feeling it at all. He's already fragile and hurt. He was not trying to hear the truth. Um, but so she feels like she ha handled the situation wrong. And so she wants to apologize, right? She wants to apologize and make and make amends with her, with her husband. And Karen talks about how they're both like two rivers pushing in opposite directions. And Petter wants to believe one thing and... Uh, you know, he's going through a lot of pain right now and he's taking it out on Chantel. 
um, but he really does have to work in that. And then Chantel believes logic. And so she's basically saying, Chantel knows the truth, but this is not the time for the truth. So if, you know, if he wants to believe in Santa Claus right now, Chantel should allow it. Just allow him to believe what he ever wants to believe. Because at the end of the day, you just have to support your husband where he is. Meet him where he is and say nothing. Just support him because he's going to be able to figure it out on his own. Um, so Pedro comes out. He wants to also make amends and make peace with Chantel. But, you know, he wants to make sure that she can be able to put him herself in his situation. And he's like, you know, my wife doesn't have that talent. She really doesn't. She's not like that. She doesn't know how to have empathy and put herself in those situations. She just wants to judge the situation. And that's what he feels bad about. So they're all sitting in the lobby of the hotel. Karen's like, Hey, you know, how are you doing, Pedro? Como esta? And he's like, you know, I'm tired. I'm confused. And Karen, because she's my favorite, she's like, porque? I love when Karen speaks Spanish, you guys, because she just slows it all down. And I just think, it, think it's hilarious. Um, and he, he says, you know, because there's a lot going on, he's having to deal with a lot of stuff. And Chantel takes that opportunity to apologize um, for not being a good listener. And she says, you know, I'm sorry for that, but he doesn't accept it. He's like, you're sorry now, but the next day you're going to do the exact same thing. And it just makes no sense to me. You like jump in and you say, Hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. But then you judge me and you use my own words against me. And I'm not a fan of that. Um, and she's like, well, you know what? This is a genuine apology. And I'm working on it. I'm working on being a better listener and a better a better wife, a better friend, all the things. But the truth is, I just don't know how to support you right now in this situation. I don't know the right things to say. I don't know the right things to do. I, I don't know. Um, and so Karen jumps in. <sighs> oh, Auntie. Yeah, I'm going to talk about that, Auntie. I'm going to definitely talk about that because I do have a lot of details about what's going on with, with that whole situation. Um, so Karen's like, you know what? Chantel loves you so much and she feels your hurt. She feels your pain and she's really trying to protect you. Is what she was really doing. She's sticking up for her husband and, you know, her husband was in the same exact place as she was until this infamous letter, right? So the letter happens and all of a sudden his mom is a saint and his mom is not as bad as he thought she was the entire season, right? And, you know, he put a little extra on it, a little oomph, a little oomph on that letter and he, he contrived it to be a lot more than it was. And lo and behold, you know, I'm still of the belief that that letter wasn't even written by by Lydia. And that's why Lydia's denying the fact that she actually wrote the letter because she didn't. And, you know, unfortunately, Papa Pedro Sr. was probably a rolling stone and he probably has other families out there. So, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. So Pedro talks about the letter um, and how, you know, the mom let the dad come to the house and sent to the room and all the things. And 
you know, he's really thinking that it's his dad's fault when really, in my opinion, it's both Lydia's fault and Pedro Sr.'s fault because they knew the situation that they were in. She knew he was married. She knew that he had a family and she had other ulterior motives for this whole situation. And that was his side check. And he came in like, hey, I'm willing to pay for my side check, but I'm not trying to have a family with you. So you guys are both consenting adults and you guys knew exactly what you were doing. Is it selfish? Absolutely. 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 Were they thinking of the children? Nope. So it is what it is. But Pedro's like, you know, it's all Pedro Sr.'s fault. He didn't want to see me. He gets mad. He like is screaming at Chantel saying, you know, I was a mistake, an effing mistake, and you don't understand that. And he's hurt. And he's hurt because that's what Lydia said. Now, we remember from last week where he was like, you know, I wish my mom would just lie to me and just be like, hey, yeah, I wrote the letter. And yeah, I love you guys. And this is the situation. And pacify him and make him feel better about the situation because clearly he's hurting, but that's not where Lydia is coming from. And Karen steps in, Karen stands up, gives Pedro a hug and he just starts to break down. He cries. And, you know, she says, you know, Pedro's mad at the world and I don't blame him because he's trying to figure some things out and he's getting different stories left, right and center. And he doesn't know what the truth is. And he's trying to figure out who he is as a man, who he is as a person and what morals and beliefs and values he has. And because he has all these competing stories and lies left, right and center, and he hasn't been able to reach his dad. And then his mom tells him to his face, you guys, that he and Nicole were mistakes. He's hurt. He's broken. And yeah, he needed a motherly hug. And that's what he wanted. He wanted affection. He wanted a hug. Um, And he even said that was so kind and inspired of her. You know, he hates her sometimes. He actually hates Karen a lot of the times and wants to be 20 feet apart from her. But sometimes she puts herself on the mother's side, which is exactly what he was missing. He was missing that motherly touch because this whole time, Mother Lydia has been minimizing his feelings and not taking responsibility for her own actions. And telling him to his face that he was a mistake. Can you imagine, you guys, someone, a parent saying to your face that you were a mistake? Whether she meant it or not, whether she's being defensive or not, words are powerful, right? And and you can't take those words back. And so that's in his psyche. Hey, Dasha. Um, Stevie says, Karen gets the Emmy, real talk. And C. Cruz says, Lydia's behavior had me shot and angry and patty says the hugging scene immediately reduced me to tears exactly so they embrace for a very long time and it's exactly what pedro needed he had to release that tension and release that sadness um karen you know encourages chantelle to go to her husband go to him comfort him. That's exactly what he needs in this moment, which is why, by the way, you guys, Mother Karen has been married for 30 years. Period. She knows how to keep her man. She knows how to communicate. Some of y'all might not like her, but clearly she knows a few things about relationships. So Pedro goes on to explain his pain 
Um, you know, he said he went to his mom to talk about the letter, but the mom denied writing it. She denied any knowledge of it. So it was very confusing to him. And Karen, again, comes with the, the motherly advice. And, you know, she's like, I'm so sorry. That's very, very sad. But, you know, the answers are out there. They're out there. And you just need to find them. And you can find them first and foremost with your father. Your father has the answers. And you have to go and reach out to him. And you got to find the answers for yourself, by yourself. Which is exactly, again, what he needed to know and be reminded of. Um, and then all of a sudden we hear, hi, bitches. <laughs> I do have to laugh because I did laugh in that moment. Hi, bitches. Hello. And hey, Faith, thank you so much for the super chat. Um, she's like, hi, bitches. Hello. She shows up with Mother Lydia and all of the attitude. And when I say she came with the attitude and she came for violence, period. She chose violence, y'all. That's what she came for. She took her shoes off and she was ready for violence. Um, and Lydia's like, you know, I just showed up at the hotel because Pedro stormed out of the apartment. So I'm here to see him at the hotel because he hasn't showed up since then. I don't know what's going on. And Nicole's like, no. I came to mess with Chantel and I came to fight. Now, you guys, that's not funny. Violence is never the answer. However, it was very funny. Nicole is like a buck and five foot three, maybe. So who exactly are you going to be fighting, Nicole? Um, so Nicole's upset with Pedro. and She basically wants to avenge the fight that Pedro had with Alejandro. Like she's still holding on to that. And so she came for vengeance. She's like, I came to fight, I came for vengeance, and I came not to talk. And she's still standing. Mother Lydia sat down, but she's still standing in fight mode. And she says to Chantel, you know, why did you say that I'm a prostitute? Why did you say I was a prostitute, Chantel? Now, Chantel, all in stride, you guys, doesn't miss a beat, doesn't feel bad, looks her dead in her face, straight in her face and says, you know, because I never met any of your boyfriends. <laughs> oh, she was so funny, you guys. She said, I said it because I never met any of your boyfriends. If you're gallivanting around town, news to me. And I was like, oh, okay, Chantel, I'm not mad at you. Immediately after, Nicole calls her a bitch. And Pedro says, you know, I will call, I'll take you to security. I'll call security and get you kicked out of here. Like what you're not about to do is come up here and, and run your mouth and do all the drama and call my wife a bitch. That's not about to happen. And Nicole's still standing, still ready to fight. She's like, kick me out. Kick me out then. Kick me out. She's like, Okay, bye. Oh, and by the way, Pedro had sex with Karima. Bye. Just like that. And walks out, storms out. Now, here's the thing that you guys, I had to rewind because I didn't see it originally. Um, you hear Mother Karen say, say, and by the way, 
as Nicole's walking out, you don't look that good. And then I hear her say sorry to, to Mother Lydia. But she's saying sorry because as Nicole was leaving, Nicole flips the bird. And then Karen flips the double bird. <laughs> I had to rewind it, you guys. It was priceless. She's like, oh, no, what you're not about to do is come up here and disrespect my children. That's what you're not about to do. And so she does that and then apologizes immediately to Lydia, like, hey, I know I just flipped off your daughter, but your daughter flipped off my my whole entire family here, and I'm not about to accept that. Um, Dasha said, I didn't know Nicole spoke English that good. She, she, you guys have, don't forget that she has her bachelor's. She just graduated with broadcast journalism. And so, so I think this whole like non-speaking English thing is, you know, for the show. I think that she speaks perfect English. If you guys don't know this, she went up for, uh, Miss Dominican Republic. She came in in the top 10 and, you know, she had to speak English for that as well. So she's very fluent. Um, so then Lydia is pissed at this time. And she's like, you know, she turns to Pedro and she's like, tell me, is this the way you treat us? And he's like, well, no, this is not how I treat you guys, but you guys come here and come here with attitude. Nicole saying bitches in that way. Like, is that okay? It's not okay. And Lydia's like, I am not responsible for Nicole. I am me. Okay. And I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, you are. You're the mother. You will always and forever be responsible for your children. However old they are, you're absolutely responsible for them and for their behavior because it comes from you, period. But, you know, Mother Lydia doesn't feel like feel like that. So she's like, I am me, okay. And Pedro's like, okay, so then what? And Lydia's like, nothing. So he takes the opportunity to ask her again, who wrote the letter? So who wrote the letter uh, that dad received? And Lydia's like, don't talk to me about letters. I don't have to talk about anything with strangers, meaning, you know, Chantel's there, Karen's there, Winter's there. I don't have to talk about my problems with them. I don't have to talk to you about it. I don't have to say anything. These are your people, she says, right? Super pissed, super pissed and not, and like arms are flailing, fingers are pointing, all of the things. Um, and she's like, you know what? Why don't you stay with your people? Because clearly that's your family. But that is not your family. Those are your enemies because Chantel doesn't respect you. Chantel just wants to be with you be with her mom, listen to her mom, do what her mom tells her to do. And she has no respect for you and she doesn't value you. She's pissed. She's saying all this stuff and pointing to Chantel while she's doing all of this. Um, and Petra's like, you don't know what is happening. And she's like, of course I do. And Petra's like, do you love me? Like, do you love me? And she's like, oh, I see. I don't love you then. But they do. They love you. I don't love you then. Um, and she she goes on to say, if you're that bothered by all of this, if you're bothered by the situation with your dad, if you're bothered by what's happened, then just stay with them. 
And then Pedro's like, hey, listen, I'm just trying to get some answers here. You're trying to make me choose between two families, and that's not okay. And Lydia gets angrier, and she's like, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? She stands up, right? And she's pointing at him. And he says, do you want me to have you removed from here too? Because, you know, he already had his sister removed. And she's like, I've been kicked out of better places. Are you challenging me? And she gets like right in his face. I'll stand up. And she's she's standing in his face. And guess what? Pedro stands up too, challenges her and says, I guess I'm challenging you. I guess I'm challenging you. And Chant- and that was going to be war, you guys. It was about to be war. But then Chantel comes in and breaks it up. And she's like, stop this. Just everyone stop this. You know, and she speaks in Spanish to Lydia and says, hey, listen, your son asked you if you loved him. You didn't respond. I love Pedro. And if Pedro loves you, I do too. He's just looking for an answer, which is what he said originally at the top of the show when he was embracing Karen. He just wants a little love and affection, motherly, from the situation that he's in because he feels broken and hurt by the situation. He feels abandoned by his father, and he feels like people are lying to him left, right, and center. All he wants his mother to do is be a mother and comfort and encourage him and tell him it's going to be okay. I don't see how she doesn't see that. But instead of answering and instead of saying of course i love my son which obviously she does but instead of saying that you guys because her pride is more important to her in my opinion she's like i don't even consider you a wife to pedro chantel turns to pedro and says she's a stranger i don't interact with her at all pedro's like well do you try she's like well does she try she hasn't she's never written me a letter she hasn't done anything to help this relationship move forward. She's done nothing. And he's like, well, you've done nothing either. Then something happened in the back. Apparently Winter got up and Winter was drinking her water from a wine glass. And all of a sudden, Lydia went crazy. She picked up another wine glass. She went to throw the water, but Pedro grabs her arm, dumps the water out. Lydia says, I saw a signal, Karen signaled Winter to throw this water, to throw the glass at me. Um, And it was like mayhem. And so he's like pushing, bodily pushing her out. She's walking away. It was a mess. Security's trying to come and like cut up the nonsense. And so we she's gone now too. And now I thought she left the building, but really she just went to a different patio. Um, and so they're all sitting down. They don't believe that Pedro slept with Karima. They think that that's a lie by Nicole to just cause strife. Um, and so... Pedro's like, yeah, she just said that because she hates me. And Karen, again, motherly, Karen with the wisdom, y'all, y'all tried to hate on her, but she comes correct a lot of the times. She says stuff, I guess, that people just don't want to hear because it's the truth. But she's like, you know what? You need to forgive your mom and your sister. That's your family, and you still have to love them regardless. So you may not agree with them in the moment, but you still have to love them. That's your family. And then as she is trying to like pacify the situation, Nicole comes back 
and Nicole's still ready to fight, still no shoes on. Okay, she grabs a bottle and throws it in their direction. The glass shatters everywhere. Pedro asks her if she's crazy. You've gone too far. The devil got into you. And like two security guards come and they're all manhandling her to get her out of the situation. They get her outside and it's like back and forth, fight, fight, fight. And all you hear Pedro saying, are you crazy? Are you crazy? Have you gone crazy? Have you gone crazy? You, he said it like a hundred times. Um, And so Nicole's like, leave this country and never come back. I never want to see you. I never want to talk to you. And she storms off. Pedro goes back to the family Chantel and tells them, you know, my sister hates me now and call the police. So they call the police. Chantel calls the police. Um, and Karen's like, yeah, that whole situation was not cool. Please come. Uh, after Pedro got out on the phone and said, my sister's a little crazy. Uh, send units just to see if she's calmed down all the things. And they come and they basically say it's a family thing. We can't do anything. This is a family spat. Doesn't look like there's any bodily injury. So there's really nothing we can do. And Chantel's like, well, there's nothing you can do. And the police were like, well, you could take it to the court. But right here and right now, there's nothing we can do. Meanwhile, Nicole and Lydia are like sequestered over at a separate patio, having like a breakdown of what just happened. And Nicole says, you know, she accomplished her mission. Mom's like, what do you mean? Um, and like, why do you not have shoes on? <laughs> She's like, where are your shoes? Is that how you're hanging around? You look like a girl from the barrio. And she's like, I am from the barrio. Lydia feels like she doesn't have a son anymore because he sided with Chantel's family and decided to stay with them. So then A, she feels she no longer has a relationship with them from that moment on because he has another family doesn't need to call her anymore for advice, doesn't need to call her or talk to her or anything. It's no longer worth it. And I was like, how did you jump from A to Z, Mother Lydia? Like, how did you get, how are you so readily willing to disown your son? Because he is choosing logic. He's choosing logic. He he came to you first. He came to you first without the family, Chantel. He wanted to ask you directly and keep it in-house, in-family. And no, you didn't want to answer any questions. You were hostile. You refused to answer questions. You belittled him. You laughed in his face. And he wasn't getting any answers. And the only reason the family Chantel came is because he felt unsupported. So he called his wife to come to support him. Had you just sat down, been a mom, and answered his questions, whether it hurt your pride or not, whether it made you look bad or not, those were the decisions that you made as an adult way back when. And now these are the consequences and deal with them. Instead of being childish and all the dumbness and, and meanness and, and hurting his feelings, Instead, take responsibility for your actions, but you didn't do that. So guess what? Here we are. But that doesn't give you the right to then say that now he has to choose between them or, or you. He's never going to be able to choose because that's his wife. That's going to be his extended family. 
for as long as he's married and you're his blood. So you're going to be his family for life. So you're just trying to put him in a situation where he could never choose. It's terrible. But Pedro does feel like Nicole crossed the line um, because, you know, he tried to hurt people with what he's called weapons. And Nicole is done with Pedro as well. She says she's no longer has a relationship with him. And as far as she's concerned, he can stay in Atlanta forever. So then all of that went down. Pedro now believes Chantel um, uh, because he didn't believe her way back when from season one, you guys. He thought Chantel was crazy and exaggerating all the things that would happen between her and Lydia and the mother and Nicole. Um, and he readily admits that he didn't see it till now. He, his eyes were not open to it. He apologized to her. He's like, I never believed she called you ugly. I never believed she was mean to you since the beginning. And he even admits that he blamed her for all the things that happened all this time. But he says it because he's like, you know what? I just didn't believe you and I didn't believe how they treated you. And now I see it. And I thought you were just a crazy person. Your family were crazy. And that's why he always took the side of his family, but now his eyes are wide open. And he's sad though. And he's torn because that's his sister and that's his mom. And he's like, you know, I don't want to cry about it, but he's obviously hurt. That's his family. That's every, everything that he grew up knowing is with those two. And especially because they grew up without a father figure. They're even that much closer because it's just the three of them against the world. And so, yeah, it's a hard situation for him to be in. <clears throat> then we go over to Atlanta and River. And River recently got dumped by Megan, which, you know, I don't want to tap myself on the back, but I called that from episode two. I told y'all she was not going to last the season, and she didn't. Um, but River tells Father Thomas about Megan um, ending things. He's hurt. He feels numb because he really did fall for this girl, and it was his first love. Um, <clears throat> and he has wisdom. He might only be 24 years old, you guys, but he has wisdom. And obviously that wisdom comes from his family and the close-knit family that they have. But he was like, you know, I don't know why it's wrong to want to spend time with someone. Because um, it's not. And we all know that. When you want to spend time with someone that you are romantically interested in, you make the time and you want to spend time. So it's not wrong. What she was saying, how she didn't have time for this and he wanted too much of her this and all. No, it's because she wasn't that into you. That That's the bottom line. She wasn't that into you and she was clout chasing, which is what I said from day one and I'm sticking to it. You wanted a little bit of airtime. This dude actually fell for you and now you're you're trying to backpedal a little bit and you can't have it both ways. Anyways, River felt really stupid and ridiculed by that whole situation. And Father Thomas is like, you know what? Don't even worry about it. You're a good catch. Good riddance. She's gone. Um, you know, you can't be mad at someone not wanting to be with you, which is true because you can't force someone to be with you. And if they don't see your value, then that's on them. And that's their loss. And 
you move on because you don't have to ever settle, you guys. You don't have to ever settle for someone who's really not that into you because there's going to be someone that comes down the road that really appreciates you and wants to be with you and wants to spend time with you. And if that's not the person for the right now, then, you know, just continue to work on yourself and keep it pushing. That's And, and it's hard and your feelings get hurt and you have to obviously heal and all of that stuff. Um, but at the end of the day, you can't make someone want to be with you if they don't want to be with you. That's true. And Thomas did say, you know, have you told your mom? And River's like, no. He's like, okay, let me tell you because I don't want her to have a whole party, <laughs> a cheerleading party that it's over. Um, <clears throat> so then Nicole calls Alejandro. She's angry with the world. She's angry with everyone. Um, she tells him what she did and the fight and all the stuff. Uh, but she just says, like, I reached my boiling point and I couldn't take it anymore. Um, and Alejandro agrees with her and says, you know what? Pedro has a black heart and that's why he's stuck doing nothing with his life. And I was like, um, Alejandro, I'm not even really sure if you're the one to speak like this at all. Mr. Judgy McJudgy, work on your own self and don't talk shit because at the end of the day, that's still her family. You may not like him, but what you're not about to do is talk shit about her family. Um, but Nicole then also says that she has no respect for Pedro and doesn't want to see him ever again. Uh, she's proud that she got even for Alejandro. And then she asks Alejandro, you know, do you want to be with me? And are you going to marry me? And he says, yes. Um, of course, Mia Moore. And then we see Pedro driving the ladies, Chantel, Winter, and Mama Karen back to the airport because they're leaving. And he's staying a little bit longer because he's still trying to get in touch with his father. And they're asking him, you know, does your father want to have a conversation with you? you know, all of the things. And he's like, I don't know, but I need answers. And you guys, he stayed the extra week and never heard from his dad. So that is super sad to me. That was the show. That was the season finale of The Family Chantel. And I loved the season. And I'm going to address, because I've been bombarded and inboxed and all the things. And I, I sat on it because I knew about it, but I needed to see what, what the backlog was. So brace yourself. Some of you guys are going to be mad. And some of you guys are going to understand. And so um, I know there are a lot of like other bloggers and, and YouTubers and journalists and all the stuff that are taking a specific stance. And if you know anything about me... I'm not, I, I have my opinions on things, but when I'm reporting something, I'm going to be 100% new, neutral as much as I can be. So that all being said, uh, there are photos that leaked on Reddit, on Facebook, on Instagram about the specific storyline. And I think the reason that people are so offended and feel duped and feel lied on is because the storyline this season was specifically around Pedro and our hearts broke and we cried for him and we mourned the situation for him and we 
felt for him because a lot of people could relate. They could relate to not ha to having a one, a single family house, not knowing a parent, feeling alienated, feeling neglected, feeling minimized and all the things. So it really hit home for a lot of people. And so people really rallied around Pedro. And so when this story leaked, which I'm about to talk about and show you, a lot of people are angry. And before I, I show you and talk about it, I want to say this. I want you guys to always remember that this is reality TV, meaning it's not real. It's reality TV. It's somewhat real because it's real people. It's not like a drama, but at the end of the day, it's reality TV. So whether it's semi-scripted, fully scripted, or completely on the fly, it's still for entertainment. And everyone needs to remember that it's for entertainment. Okay? Entertainment, TV show, reality TV. Now, are the situations real situations that perhaps they expand upon? Absolutely. But think about writing a story. That's what you do. You draw from real life and you make the story. Now, that being said, is it disappointing that we didn't know like the true origins of Pedro's story? Perhaps. But again, this is reality TV in my opinion. So it's for entertainment. Now, did this not actually happen? It's a real story, but it didn't perhaps happen in real time. And so what I'm saying to you is that this was filmed, we're in 2021, this was filmed in 2020, and the photos that I'm about to show you are from 2014. Doesn't make the story not true. The story is just not true for 2021. It's a story, it's a true story based on something that happened in the past, but they didn't present it that way. They presented it as if it was happening real time right now. And I think that that's what people are mad about. So here we go. So uh, first seen on Reddit uh, from the Family Chantel Reddit, it says, so this is not their first time meeting. And we see from this season where Jonathan and Pedro Jr. meet with, Pedro for the first time. So we thought on, on the left-hand side, but this person shows from um, October 4th, 2014, you see a picture of Pedro, Chantel, Nicole, Pedro Jr., um, Jonathan, and two other people. And so it, obviously they've met before and people are upset. Like, Hey, you guys conned us this whole whole season. You guys said he didn't, they didn't meet that before. And this was the first time and all of the things. And it's true. It didn't happen in real time. However, this is a true story. So were they reenacting what happened in 2014 or maybe 2013? Most likely, most likely, but they were sharing their story. It doesn't make the story not true. It just makes it not current. So, uh, again, on Reddit, wasn't the narrative that Pedro never met his uh, half-brothers before? And, again, it's the same photo uh, showing that, obviously, they had met before and, and know each other. Um, and then this is pointing out it was Pedro Jr.'s birthday, uh, October 
dated October 4th, 2014. Um, so people are mad about that. And I think that there are one more slide where uh, there's a specific um, Reddit slash, I'm, I'm not sure. She's a Reddit Instagrammer who said, hey, I'm a big 90 Day Fiance fan and I happened to peep some things. A sus suspect of the family Chantel claiming that Pedro never met his half-brother Junior and Jonathan for a fake ass storyline. I knew I recognized Junior's milk dead shaped head by memory is freakishly good. Saw on Reddit years ago, pictures Junior's birthday 2014. Um, she goes on to say, okay, for people wondering about the 90 Day Fiance sleuthing, I'm just a fan of 90 Day LC. Like a lot of you, when I saw the sneak peek for the season finale of the family Chantel, I instantly remembered seeing Junior and Jonathan three years ago in a photo with Nicole, Pedro, and Pinky in a subreddit, which was created four years ago and is still up right now for those of you claiming the photo was Photoshop. LOL, of course, TLC is entertainment, but calling out liars is also entertaining. Don't shoot the messenger. And then she goes on to say some other things. So all of that is said to say, you're, you're going to believe what you want to believe. And I'm going to end this show saying it's reality TV. And we all know what reality TV is. If you think back to when it started and like the MTVs of it all and it being half scripted, doesn't mean the story's not true. Doesn't mean the story didn't happen. We're watching something, yes, in real time, but they're based off of stories. And at the end of the day, it is... TV for entertainment. That's how I feel about it. So if you feel duped and and all the things, I would encourage you to think about all of the other storylines on all of the other 90-day spinoffs. And don't just come for the family Chantel. And don't make me say it. Don't just come for the family Chantel because it's the family Chantel. Okay? If you want to talk about storylines, let's talk about this current season of before the 90 days. Okay? You can't tell me that half of those couples, if not 80 or 90% of them, are storylines, okay? So be mad at that. Be mad at the fact that someone met someone, knew someone for 13 years and said that they never met in real life, okay? Be mad at the fact that there's someone who has two baby daddies that she's obviously still in love with but wants someone to continue to take care of her. So all of a sudden she's going to go with this person who's never been in a relationship. So all the things, all I'm saying, it's reality TV. They are stories, period. And if you're going to be mad at one of the stories on one of the shows, on one of the spinoffs, then I would hope that you would be mad at all of the shows and all of the spinoffs because it's all reality TV. And that is, is what I'm going to say about it. You can at me all you want, comment. If you're watching the replay, we can have a conversation. I'll talk to you in the live chat for a minute, but that's how I feel. What you're not about to do is single, in my opinion, single out one show for being semi-scripted and not real and y'all are frauding us and lies and all the things when all reality TV is like that, period. Okay. That's how I feel. I think it's still a great show. I think that they 
covered a lot of important topics that we all need to talk about. And especially the single parent business and the trauma that affects that the storyline not being current doesn't take away from that, in my opinion. And if we look at all of the other reality TVs, the housewives, the hip hops and all of the things, don't tell me that that is just real life and the camera's just rolling. That shit is just as scripted as the family Chantel. So come for me if you want to come for me, but like, stop it. Just stop it. Like if you're going to be equally judgy, be equally judgy. See Cruz, thank you so much for the super sticker. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. Uh, we have one more show of the year that I'm going to do tomorrow, The Single Life. And then um, don't forget, you guys, all the shows are moving to YouTube and Patreon exclusively. So make sure you're subscribed somewhere there. And I will. Yeah, I did. I call it the hip hops because you know what I mean by that. Um, I will see you guys all tomorrow. Same time, same place. Bye for now.